Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Exactly the same as you did last time. Yeah. I'll give you a little bit more, okay? Okay. But you can't cry this time. <laughs> you know crying is my favorite part. Uh, no, I'm not doing it for you. Oh, that's oh sad. sorry. Hello, everybody. Oh, we're live. Hi. Son of a... That was oh. weird that, that I had to witness all of that. You only all got the live bit of this. I had to witness all of <laughs> that's it. That's true. That's very true. Welcome, everybody, to Trailer Talk. Welcome, Drew. Uh, How are you doing? I'm good. How are good you? Today? I'm good. Hello, yeah, Peggy. I'm a little tired. So you, you said you're tired? I've been tired lately, too. Yeah, I don't know I don't what, know it, what is. it is. It's the stress, the moon, Are you guys the both rain. tired together? Hmm. Yes. Interesting. And there was some sort of exchange of money at the beginning as well. <laughs> yeah. Only if you promise not to cry next time. Yeah, but crying's part of, like, you know, it's the I'll, release. i pay you not to cry, though. Yeah. I can't. When you're crying, it's it no adds fun extra for me. moisture, PJ. Shut yeah. up. It looks like you, you're, I'm hurting you. <laughs> Uses tears as lube. Oh no! Well, we got some good trailers to talk about today. Um, Do we? It's not Rebel Moon because uh, that released and I didn't have time to prep for it. So always excuse. To be fair, it dropped like ten minutes T- before ten minutes we went ago. live. So yeah. listen, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, um, but okay. it is what it is. You know, if they want trailer talk to cover their trailers, it's got to come out at least twelve hours before the show airs. Listen, tell Zack Snyder. So next it's time. their fault, not our fault. It's their to fault. To be fair, for sure. I'll tell you, I'll give you a quick summary. It looked badass. Zack Snyder's directing it. He also wrote the story. It looks like every oh, single film Zack, Sn- mm-hmm. Zack Snyder okay. has like so ever listen, directed into listen, one is about a 300 yeah. bit. No matter what it's like, just say you love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It looks awesome. No matter and what you know, does it look more just like, say you love it. Does it look more like 300 Zack Snyder or Justice yes. League Zack Snyder? No, 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 no. Zack Snyder's like amazing. There's so I mean, many things in here. There's a spectrum that there. I, I love like. everything Zack Snyder. I feel you. I feel you. But I do like <laughs> I Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's <laughs> name <laughs> tattooed on my penis. You do too? I do, wow. yes. I love Zack Snyder. It just Snyder. says Z-Y and then you, you get it. <laughs> um, there are anyway, some Zack awesome. Snyder's got some fanboys. Woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, listen, I like the guy. Uh, I like a lot of the work he does, but some of it's it. It's me. The fanboy is me. Where, where are you going? Are you eating again and walking through the studio? No, no, well, that was not. Who is that? That's like, not, who's eating in the studio why? and leaving that's, it on the You floor? know what? That's probably from That's a raisin from that bag of goodies you brought. I don't eat raisins. Oh, that's a good Because they poison. Oh, no, wait, that's the chocolate. I don't eat chocolate either. You're lying then. I don't eat lying. anything. I eat healthy You guys have poop in your studio. We okay. need a PA to come clean this up, please. We do. Sky. Um, why did you? Yeah. Why did you look straight into camera as if you were asking me? <laughs> You're too far away in freaking Ireland. In Ireland. No. Um, Ireland, eh? But we do have to uh, listen. I want to keep it on rails, guys. Okay. Listen, it's been, it's ten minutes in the show. We haven't even named the trailers okay, we actually are it. talking about. Come on. We're going to be talking about the Continental trailer, which is in the world of 
John Wick. I love everything in there. Zack Snyder did that too, right? No. Oh, no. still love it. Yeah, uh, and it's the it's a prequel, and we're uh, we're gonna be looking at a little indie kind of film. What, are you tap dancing? Do you hear that? Uh, called the Holdovers. No, I don't. I don't. I don't hear anything. We don't hear anything. We just keep um, going like this. So here's the deal, guys. I do want to talk a little minor tangent because Blue Beetle, the latest DC film, uh, superhero yes. film, dropped last weekend. Uh, listen, it got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. It knocked Barbie from the top spot, number one spot, after In four... Third, four weeks. Oh, come on. Four weeks. I I'm just saying. That. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, but it only brought in $25.4 million. Um, that's not a good ranking, or not a good number, considering it cost about $104 million to make. Um, and the last several DC films, this, this is the numbers... Um, Shazam brought in only 30.1 million in March. The Flash brought in 55 million in June, and uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which obviously has COVID to kind of like be in that mix, so uh, it didn't do so great either. So DC guys is at a rough go. Is the Beetle one of James's things? It's it's it was in production when James was sort of like Uh, in. You know what? I'm not going to count DC out until James takes over. Completely takes over. Okay. So you're you're still in you're still yeah, on board. I, 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 we, I hated the trailer. Like I'm not I'm not going to. Well, it wasn't for us. It's a it's. I think it's a more kids yeah, film. It's just been um, done to death. Studios, but a lot of kids films have crushed it in the movies lately. Like stu- studios got to l- earn their salaries and fucking come up with stuff that's good. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fucking rehashing the same old shit over and over again. I, I'm so actually tired. worried though that I don't know if I mean can DC recover? I mean I feel like yes. Yes. That's a lot of loss. That's no. a lot of like superheroes are sort of like uh, like put it on like a scale of like I always relate it to like cars, right? Like when Land Rover sells Range Rovers, they make mm-hmm. way more profit, right? Like so, like the superhero movies are sort of the engine right, that going, drives the studios, right? Going like by one data, you're going by one piece of data. You're not talking. Where's the foreign? Where's all the other ancillary rights? Like, there's a lot of ways, opportunity to make money. It's very not as much anymore, remember? It's, no, it's kind still. of thimmed down. Like, DVD sales aren't, aren't things. They it goes straight them. to streaming after two to three, after like four weeks in the theaters, it goes to streaming. And it's hard to calculate the ROI from streaming, right? Because there's really no, a, like... It's more of a long-term investment now. You know what I mean? Because they can yeah. sell it way, you know, eventually this will be on something like Couch Soup. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> Pagan, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I Pagan's think it's here. Just stuck with the Snyderverse. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, we don't care about this. Uh, yeah, What's no, the trailer? We should have stuck with the Let's Snyderverse. Go. It probably would have been cool to yeah. see um, individual films. Beetle. Anybody in the know. comments like, care about you, Blue Beetle? I think Blue Beetle looked cool. I haven't seen it yet, though. It looked yeah. fun. It did look fun. Yeah, yeah. it looked fun. But it looked cool. It looked like a cool cast. Like They all seemed to have really good timing in the trailer. I thought it was a fun time. I just think that, like, I think people are moving past the the typical um, hero films, like the typical superhero films. Yeah. I think that's why films I'm like Joker did really well. And I think Joker 2 is going to do phenomenally because it's an arts style hmm. supervillain movie that's okay. not technically a supervillain movie. Right. So I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, but I, I'm just worried, guys. I think the DC verse won't Listen, recover. Listen, you have a lot more things to be worried about I than do? besides the fate of DC. You know about the rash. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, I just think Dame, listen. I like James. I think he's James Gunn. I think he's got. Uh, he's a good writer, and I think he comes up with unique ideas. I think mm-hmm. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is a bright spot for the MCU. Um, I'm just worried. It's sort of like you know when like a good guy g- walks into a shit show, and it's really hard to like weather that storm and and take that company out of that like bad trend. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Taking over <laughs> right, exactly. It's it, absolutely right. It's like I think James Gunn has a huge mountain to climb, and I don't know if the next Superman movie and like again, that's the next James Gunn hey, listen, property to come out. One right, you're as good as your Superman last one. That's so, true. So, yeah. Also, though, I think like, it was a bad. Mm, I don't know. It was a bad call to get rid of Henry Cavill. If I'm honest, there was a lot of uproar uh, about that. Right, really exactly. bad because it's like he's kind of the perfect Superman, and then you promised him Superman, and then they were like, "Here's the contract." Oh, yeah, your name's not on that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people got like they felt really hard. Who done did by they it. cast for the new Superman? 
They haven't released uh, it yet. That no, they did. Shot the other day. Did they? He was, yeah. up, he was into the, like the final few. He yeah, Jackie, heard no. of them. Uh, I, I'd have to Google it. Uh, but the Superman and Lois was casted. Yes. Are they famous people? Or yeah, somewhat no. famous. I mean, right. they're not big big names, but uh, they're young. I mean, it's a young. He's going way back. He's going. To, a, he's going a young. Yeah, really young. Listen, everybody's uh, left. David David Corinsweet. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I remember the cast, and then obviously they announced, like, obviously Nathan Fillion is going to be a, a Green Lantern, and there's a couple other characters they announced uh, that are com- in upcoming properties that'll probably be part of Superman. Because Listen, Green Lantern went really well. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, what Rachel are we talking Brosnan. about today? Come on. Uh, well, broken over DC, man. Bring back the Snyderverse. All right. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Well, well, let us know in the chat what you think about the DC future of DC. Is it is do you guys are you guys going to stick with it? Are you guys going to, you know, jump ship? Are you going to wait for James Gunn to kind of release Superman and see what happens? Uh, I, I kind of interested. Join us on couchsoup.com. Uh, join the be a membership kind of join the community because that's kind of what I'm talking about in there. I kind of want to mm-hmm. hear everybody's thoughts because uh, I'm 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 anti PJ. I'm saying it's it's a, it's the Titanic. It's only a matter of time. Um, our first trailer, guys, is the Continental. Welcome to the Continental, Mr. Wick. I like all things John Wick. Yeah, yeah same. John. I wish he was same. my dad. Like, I just love John Wick. He's same. an assassin. I don't think so he'd be cool. a very good dad. Oh, I'd, be his, I'd be his best friend, man. <laughs> Can I hold your gun for you, sir, Mr. Wick? Yeah. Do you need that clean, sir? Right. I'll go. be right back. By the way, how do you clean a Kevlar suit? Um... So, just a quick synopsis before we jump into the trailer. This is a three-part event, so three episodes. I'm not sure the length. That'll explore the behind the explore the origin of behind the iconic hotel of the assassin centerpiece of the John Wick universe through the eyes and actions of young Winston Scott, who so we know this is a played by Ian McShane. Going back to that other mm-hmm. argument, this is a true prequel. This is a true prequel. He's as he's dragged in the hellscape of the 1970s New York City to face. A past he thought he'd left behind, Winston charts a deadly course through the hotel's mysterious underworld and a harrowing attempt to seize the hotel where he eventually takes his future throne. So I think you should memorize that from the moving on instead of reading it like that. Mm. I almost great. fell asleep. You did? I thought yeah. I'd brought like some energy to that that time. Yeah. No? Mm. Yeah. Do better? Okay. okay. All right. Let's I play this I, trailer. I wasn't excited. PJ only <laughs> sees visuals. He can't. I, did. I don't understand Earths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm going to press play in three, two. I'm so excited two. for this. Wait, wait. I'll wait for you, Drew. You're good? I can't see Are you blind? Things. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> nice. We're going to need a bigger boat. We use that line in John Wick. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes, the best. Oh, wow. Like yeah, let him get him. <laughs> right? That was cool. That was sick. Wah. This is justice. Get her. Yeah. Nice. Oh, she's oh. tall. Can you dig it? Oh. Let's take this house and everything that comes with it. Something like New yes. Year's Eve or something? And away we go. Ah. Oh, it's a Pe- series? Peacock, Peacock's spending some money. Right? Yeah. Oh. So it's a mini-series, three-part three-part mini-series? Three-part mini-series. Three episodes, so three mini-movies. Yeah. Oh, bring him oh. back the mini-series. I know, right? Yeah. Bring him back. Interesting. That is, that is unusual. Um, all right, guys. I mean, we saw Mel Gibson, uh, Colin Woodwell's playing the young Winston Scott. Uh, what did you guys think of John Wick's Winston, the prequel to... Uh, how the Continental became became the the hotel, the centerpiece, the thing, the Winston, everything, all of it. What do you guys think? Ladies first. The trailer looks great. It's the flares. Yep. It's the leather coats. It's the it's the oranges and the yellow lighting. Like I love that. It's really just setting it up for the era. I think it looks really well. I think costume design in this was fantastic, and there's some really cool prop design and like the cars and stuff going past on the street, all from the 70s. I think they've really set this up very very well. I'm a big fan of anything John Wick like PJ is. I'm down for this. It looks like it's got a lot of badass women in this. I'm a mm. little confused at how this is going to go down. Is it? Is it the same? Have they set up the same rules as like John Wick, where like there's no work on continental over. grounds? Right. So how is? 
you know so then um, you know and then he's like oh everybody's gonna come after us and i was like but why isn't then everybody breaking the rules like doesn't right. anybody follow rules here please like yeah you know yeah, I, I don't know too. yeah so I, i'm just a bit like this seems like there could be a loophole here but they could do it really well right here's my concern would i like it and be as interested if i didn't know the john wick story because I don't like the way that trailer started. It was too TV-like, mm -hmm. and with, it, it looked like Gotham. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, I, yeah, I was just like, yeah. oh, I've been there, done this. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then later in the trailer, got really good, right? Like, right. I think they should have played this off more of a mo as a movie trailer as opposed to a typical TV show trailer. Okay. Because I don't think you're going to bring in the non-John Wick people with this trailer. As a John Wick guy, I don't care about the trailer. I'm watching this. Um, but I thought the the beginning of the trailer was quite weak. And it was a little slow to get going. Yeah. Well, they're setting the stakes. Yeah, right? They didn't set it very well. No? And yeah. they set a guy with a martini and a hot woman. Well, they like set it, Mel Gibson set it up. He's like, listen, uh, your brother took something from me, and you need to set it right, or else I'll bring the whole world down. Yeah, but what was that? That was like 45 seconds in before No, it was like right, right pretty much in the beginning. Yeah. I bet you if we went back. No, it was pretty much in I mean, okay, maybe From 30, 25 maybe. And all that shit they had in the top with the peacock yeah, and the, the thing uh, and all right, that crap. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, anyway. I'm I, also nervous because I watched that uh, Twisted Metal on Peacock, and yeah. I, it's unwatchable for yeah. me. Yeah. It's literally unwatchable. So I don't know, um, I don't know if, I hope they don't fuck this up. Yeah, this was originally supposed to air on Stars, which, oh. um, and then Stars said, mm, too maybe expensive. Not. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and Peacock, Peacock picked it up. So uh, I think it was sort of probably with Stars budget, like more prestige. Okay. Is it Alcorn Pictures? I'm Is not sure company? who did the uh, who was the production on it, but um, yeah, I I, mean, I hear you. It, it does start out a little bit like too like meh TV, like the shot of the Continental feels very like kind of bad CGI. Uh, but then they show the action, right? And the action looks really good, right? It's Because that's yeah. what we go for John Wick for. We're not going there for the plot, right? Like you don't go to watch John Wick for like... A, in, like <laughs> I'll be... Oh, the God, plot's violence. pretty great, actually. Everything uh, in John Wick is I mean, good. his someone shoots his dog and he goes out for vengeance. I mean, it's a hey, pretty simple. Hey, hey. It's, it's I'm just saying, plot. it's how not like a. That, how good is that? It's, it's, I mean, it's no, so it's great. Good. It's it's it, it it taps into something, right? But I'm just saying, it's not exactly like a like an Academy Award winning screenplay. But the action in John Wick was incredible, right? And this show looks like it's bringing some of that incredible action. Uh, you got a lot of kung fu, a lot of swords, a lot of guns. Uh, and that 1970s vibe is kind of like kind of cool, kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I think for me, what was missing? Now, I got a lot of the gunplay and a lot of the cool action stuff. But Winston, he's like the strategy guy. Like he's this, like he's, he's, he's not, the politician. In, he's the politics mm. and you're not seeing a lot of Winston doing the politicking yeah, or I like strategy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got a lot, it's, it's kind of selling me on the action and not on the Winston part, which yeah. is yeah. really what the show's supposed to be about. So the trailer's a little mixed for me on, I'll give you that. on, on that side that. of the, on that side of the coin. Um, what did you guys think of? Or is anybody worried about the build out of like the the world, right? Like, I guess the more John Wick shows that are out there, the movies that are out there now, you this worry a lot. Well, I'm you just worry a lot. You I, worry I, about a lot of these what ifs. I take you as a twenty percent guy. Eighty percent of it works. So you just focus and worry about that last twenty percent. I'm a realist, and I like uh, to think of things as interesting. When in a, you're and like, so the body count for like the secret society, the more it adds up, yeah. right? The more I start to disbelieve that there's like. Like, we never see cops running in and be like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, like, it's just, I'm starting to wonder the logic of this world. And I think you brought it up, Pagan. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious because it's based on rules. Like, this whole show, the whole premise of this this assassin society is that they're, they have rules. And that's what made it interesting, right? Like, it's not like you can just run around and, and shoot somebody, right? Like, there's you have to be given an assignment. There's coins. You know, you have a location like the hotels where you're protected. Yeah, there's which, consequences. Right? There's, and there's consequences to breaking the, the rules. All of these things that happen is how those rules get set. I think so. You're, you might be onto that. I agree. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, is it starting to unravel and they, they need the show like this to put it back together again like give us a reason to build the world out so that it feels like it has more structure i no, don't know the john wick it made four sequels it's impossible to make a fifth like jesus where would you go and this is a way to capitalize on something that has a strong audience because okay. john wick four did so well they're like how do we get more money out of this piggy bank let's make a tv show 
I mean, that honestly, yeah. that's how it went down. No one's trying that's to worry about the I think that's probably a great idea. But I think that I would agree with Drew that it does feel a little... Because even when they were showing us the cool action sequences, I'm like, yeah, but it's not John Wick. Like, we're not following one protagonist in all of these action sequences. There are multiple different people. Um, maybe it would have been better in, like, a mafia-style, godfather-style show that's all about real, like, strategies. There's violence, but, like, there's, like, a real strategy and a political play behind the violence. This just kind of seems like, let's let's... Like, violence I don't know, make a heist sakes. or something. Yeah, it's like, that's yeah. just... It would be cool if this was an ongoing series where there was a story about somebody that checked in and that was the episode yeah. and yeah. why they were checking in or, 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 and how it got or done. Or like an anthology where each episode's different. Like, you yeah, get like, a, a like, unique story like every episode. Stories. Yeah, like a, like a Twilight Zone or yeah. like a, like a bat, Love, Sex, a Robots. same characters all the time. No, right, like, so the, like, someone checks into the hotel and you're getting a different story. Yeah, I every love that I, would I, be I really feel like cool. maybe a, like a, a friendly comedy, you know, with uh, John Wick is your neighbor and it's like my, my, fr- my neighbor's an assassin. And then there's like a whole bunch Howdy, of neighbor. stuff. Yeah, you know. Or, or like, you know, when they've checked into the Continental Hotel and they realize, oh, shit, fucking shit is going down. In fact, that's going to be a great sketch somewhere. Yeah. That someone is going to be like taking clips from the Continental and be like, oh, God. Can you imagine somebody? Honey, look what I found on TripAdvisor. It's called the Continental. (laughs) It's so nice. It's so nice. The bar is so art deco. (laughs) I shit you not. I got an advert on YouTube like just yesterday that was like the International Continental Hotel. And I was like, no, no. Alexa if is listening to you, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be imagine if like the Griswolds check into the Continental. Hello, Mrs. Smith. Can I help you? Yeah, there's a lot of banging in the room next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Smith, are you there? Hello. Oh, another one. We lost another one. I just, I just want to know oh. this is going to affect my wake up call. Uh, yeah. No men that still sleep except for six. Yeah, well, it's three thirty and people are fighting outside. What am I supposed to do? There's blood on the room service napkins. Yeah. And it just be like transferred. It's like let me just transfer you to hotel to security. Yeah, room thirty one. Take her out. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got another one. Yeah, I, I mean that's interesting, and I mean, and then like the going back into the seventies, uh, which is interesting, right? Expensive, expensive, sure. Yeah, good, good call from a production standpoint. But I always like a period piece. But like, think of the technology. So John Wick had this really dope bulletproof Kevlar suit that basically made him invincible, right? You know, other than his skill set. Is that something? I didn't get a sense that that was a part of this. Like, do you think there'll be gadgets? The, you You're, think there's going to be gadgets? gadgets? I, I, well, yeah. I don't. John Wick wasn't really about the gadgets, but there was always this like allure of like there's like these rules in the suit and like there's. Come on, like, how about this suit where you just had to hold up the lapels yeah. and stuff the bullets? Yeah, yeah. He's not, his arm never yeah, got You're, his you're, you're worried, seen. like, th- those shows are so unrealistic. Uh, well, see, but, that, but I like finding... I all like those sh- bad guys are shitty shots. I thought John Wick was different because it did a really good job of grounding it by giving it rules. And the fourth yes. movie is all about rules and breaking those rules Truth. and the consequences. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, just, I'm just projecting based on the, the, the things that they've put out there, and I'm putting that back on this show. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they, what they do. I think this is going to be about the origin of the rules. Because he's going to get it. Yeah, it yeah. has to be, right? I don't know. But remember, the Continental is one of a whole bunch of hotels right. in this whole network. Mm-hmm. So does this network already exist? I would, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we don't know how far back it yeah. When's this come out? I want to watch it. But I, in the movies, didn't they that say it's good. been going on for like a long time? Like, Didn't they say like centuries That's what something? I was thinking, oh. though. Like when you were saying maybe it's like setting up the rules, I'm like, but in the 70s, like it seems like these rules probably have been in place since good the point. 40s, for a long long 50s. Yeah, I miss Like that. it seems like they've been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, because the fact that it's like maybe they have like the duel that. in the fourth movie feels like an old, like an old, old right. rule. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The like whole, the 1800s like, rule. What are they saying in that? In the in the in the in the whatever you call that, uh, in the know, wiki, because they're the smarter than us. They are sometimes they are. Yeah. You know, I consider myself a genius um, yeah. level intellect, Lex Luthor, but you know, uh, yeah, I'm just true. joking. It does look like that the they're saying that the episodes might be around an hour and fifteen or an hour thirty minutes, maybe. That tracks. Kind of cool. Yeah, I missed the miniseries. Yeah, me too. Remember? Yeah. Roots. Well, and I think Thunderbirds. Was I th- it Thunderbirds? Is that what it's called? Was Thunderbird? No, that was that a TV Rachel show. Movie. That was like the animated TV show. No, what was that one I was thinking of? No but idea. all those, all those in the seventies and stepping on candy. Uh, uh, 
all those. I love I love miniseries. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think then? Are you are you on for the ride? Oh yeah. To, like even though you know how the story ends, right? Yeah. Like you oh, know, I'm Winston takes I'm control in. of the hotel, so there's really no like. But we do learn he has a brother, so I'm in. Yeah, I'd like that. to know what like what he's stolen and how this plays into him trying to take over the Continental. Yeah. I'm very like I'm mm, See, I'm skeptical intrigued. about the story, but I'm interested in like the production, the stunts, yeah. the design. That looks cool. Right, so yeah, I'd be in. down. Although this is Peacock, right? Peacock. That's not available in the UK, up. so I imagine other than using a VPN mm. and signing up for Peacock, uh, we might have to wait quite a while mm. before we I, see this I, over Usually they make a deal with like a Netflix or something over there that you can have hopefully. it so they get distribution. Yeah, it's usually so. Now TV in Ireland. I think Now oh, TV okay. is the UK version as well, so hopefully we might get something on that. Yeah, BritBox or something like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, cool. That, no, that's interesting. Um, well, we'll be take a quick short break. Uh, let us know what you guys think of the continent are you guys in out uh you know are you are you all in in the john wick universe uh it's interesting that they're calling it the john wick universe everybody think everything has to have a universe now um and let us know on couch soup or let us know in the comments and uh, we'll be right back and we're going to talk about the holdovers we'll be right back are you ready to go down the rabbit hole the all things alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of alice in wonderland Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. That was fast. That was so fast. Because so we know fast. time travel. Uh, in case anybody's wondering why we do that, so that's an ad break for the podcast. So we insert mid-roll. Was anybody wondering? I don't know. Sometimes. Not just some people might. <laughs> if they're watching this on YouTube, they're like, is anybody wondering? No, no one, no one, no one, no one has ever asked that question. You're that's right. That's me pulling your pisser. <laughs> it's so small. I know. It's weird how you get your oh my God, big thumbs. So uh, the holdovers, guys. Uh, I. I have you heard of this? Nope. Have no, you heard of this? I heard of it. I love finding stuff. Right now. Yes. Exciting. Uh, acclaimed director Alexander Ooh, Payne. I like Alexander Payne. Uh, the Holdovers follows a curmudgeonly instructor p- by, played by Paul Giamatti. You didn't write this. No. Nope. No, this is the logline. This is the logline, guys. I'm just reading the logline. Yeah, yeah, go for uh, it. A New England prep school uh, who is forced to remain on campus during Christmas break to babysit the handful of students with nowhere to go. Eventually, he forms an unlikely bond with, with one of them, is a damaged, a brainy <laughs> troublemaker, Aww. newcomer Dominic Sessa. And with the school's head cook, who just lost a son in Vietnam, played by uh, Davine Joy Randall. This is what happened to um, Scrooge. Okay. Uh, really? Remember Jesus. the backstory in Scrooge, how he was being abused by the headmaster at the school that he stayed over Christmas? No. That's why he ate Christmas. Don't you watch every single version of Scrooge? No. I do. No. Uh, just uh, the Bill Murray one. And same that story. was a long time That's ago. Story. All right. Uh, all right, so uh, Alexander Payne, in case you didn't know, acclaimed director, he was the guy who directed Sideways, which was the f- film about... <laughs> Wine. <laughs> yeah, the white Cabernet sucks. And, Paul uh, Giamatti was and, in Yeah, Paul, yeah, who starred Paul Giamatti. And then he d- also delected, uh, uh, directed The Descendants and yeah. the movie Election. The election was good. was uh, well-received. Well so Descendants was... I think George Clooney. Wasn't that a George Clooney film? No, isn't that... Oh, I'm thinking of a, that Disney shit. Descendants. No, yeah, no, not that. Oh. oh, okay, wrong movie. Yeah. All right. Let's bring her up. All right. I'm excited. Okay. Can we make that bigger? Oh, hold on, hold on. Where did the mouse go? Right there. You there. Go. there. Oh, no, that's the wrong That's one. Peacock. Kill that one. Technical difficulties. There yeah. we go. That's pretty big. Focus features. With your eyesight? Get glasses. Uh, I'll remember when they started. Right. There's that fucking sound <laughs> All right. All right. Three, two, one, play. I don't think I've ever had a real family Christmas like this before. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Spoken. I have. The study of the past, it is an explanation of the present. See, when you say it that way, you can throw in some pornography. It's a lot easier to understand. <laughs> Cute. I'd like to propose a toast to my two unlikely companions. Are you trying to lift down my shirt? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is your Rubicon. Do not cross the Rubicon. <laughs> the holdovers. Oh my God! 
How about oh, that? It's in trailer? theaters this November. Yeah. What a throwback what? to the old VOs. Right? Dude, they even had the cinema guy. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> the dead. movie this guy. A new, that's a new guy. Well, yeah. Oh. But I mean, just the, the tradition of like the Nolan? voiceover. <laughs> yeah. Nolan? Um, I mean, wow. I, I, that's cool. I, hmm. Love that. I kind of miss hmm. that, don't you? That that mm-hmm. VO like intro and like that style of trailer. I, I don't, it brought me back. It, brought it me really back. brought me back. But I'm, I yeah. don't I don't have an opinion about it. I'm I'm a little confused. Would I watch that movie based on that trailer? I don't know. Really? And I like stories. Yeah. You know I me. Mean? <laughs> I like, I like stories. stories. I don't know. I, it feels like a poor man's. Um, what was that movie with? Uh, Dead Poet Society. Society. It's like a poor man's Dead Poet Society. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, I would watch it. I like Giamonte. It looked good. It's a Christmas movie. Got to watch all Christmas movies. But uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't know. It didn't get me. I wasn't. I'm just being honest. I wasn't super excited. Okay. Yeah. I get you. Bacon, what are your thoughts? This looks like a wholesome movie uh, yeah. about a relationship between these three people, and I just think it looks lovely. I love that they're playing on the old style like films that we kind of have nostalgia for, like Dead Poet Society. Um, I definitely don't think it's the same vibe. Like, it, it kind of no. is, but it isn't. But I think it's it's doing that thing where it's like, it's the typical trope that has been done in those movies. Yeah, like back a John then, Hughes almost. Where it's like a father mm-hmm. figure has come into the thing, like, unexpectedly, and then, like, mm-hmm. saved the day. Um, I think that's, like, I think that's cool. And I like those kind of films. The film looks really well written, in my opinion. I think it looks yeah. fun. I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, it looks but like it's going to be. Were you the waiting time. for a big twist in the on the on the genre? Like, weren't no, you waiting for all. a twist? I th- yeah, I think I we've been accustomed to that, right? To, yeah, I think I was waiting for something to go. Oh, that's an interesting spin. There was no interesting spin on it for me. Yeah, you were wondering if it was like going to lean all the way into comedy, right? Or or you know, it'd be or more is it of going to be drama or emotional or, drama. Yeah, right. And you kind of got a little bit of the comedy, and then it it kind of you know that that my father's dead drop, and then it kind of got like super serious, right? It kind of reminded mm-hmm. you like, no, this is got a little hallmarky. <laughs> Yeah, well, honest, I, don't, I don't know it, if is the right word. It, it, it just it made you realize, like, okay, this is a film that you're going to leave and you're going to feel things, right? Cry. And that's okay. Yeah. You're and that's be, okay. Yeah. I think yeah, that's it what looks like an emotional film. And I've been mentioned to have more of these, so. Yeah. Yeah, but they could have they put less in the trailer. I think, like, maybe they just didn't need to make a two-minute trailer because I feel yeah. like they've put in quite a lot of good bits or emotional bits and yeah, they could have saved it. it. Yeah, yeah, they could have saved that. Um, maybe, like, keep a mystery about his parents and like mm-hmm. the fact that his dad's dead you didn't need to put that on the trailer like we could have found that out in the movie and felt more remorse for him um the fact that they're showing a military uh figure in in a photo frame for mary's character it seems like either she has lost a son or a family member or somebody along the way maybe a husband so that also looks like lost to me and she's alone at christmas and it just feels like you put too much in the trailer i would have liked to have seen the snippets of like this style is good enough to hook me Basically, I think mm-hmm. that is the twist. The twist is this is coming out this November, not 2001. Like this was mm. that's the twist for me. I think yeah. like the fact that the cinema guy's back, like the movie voice is back, right. the style of the film, like even the color grading on the film looks very yes. familiar. Right. It's giving me all those nostalgic feels that I think this could be like a really great Christmas movie, like a really good Christmas movie. Yeah. So well, yeah, I think it's great. I think just maybe a little bit less in the trailer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not and not just a really good Christmas movie, but I think just a really good like coming of age story, right? Mm-hmm. Like I miss Dead Poet movies like Dead Poet Society, like Goodwill Hunting, yeah. like Scent of a Woman, right? Like I love that movie with Al Pacino, right? I mean, that's a, it's an incredible, and they all kind of have something, and you know, it's like you know an older, you know, like seasoned man or or and you know and a, and a young kid troubled, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to figure out his place in the world and. You know, and I think I think we're missing that in this generation, right? And I'm not to say that like kids can't go back and watch those movies, but I think we these movies continue need to continue to come out because I think there's a lot of people out there wondering like where do I fit in with this world or like how do I how do I struggle with my you know depression or how do I deal with you know my parents not being close to me or. And, and Aww, you know, and it's good to have. Okay, <laughs> it's good to have movies. You can cry. It's okay. <laughs> it's buddy. good to have movies. Did you, you see yourself in that movie? <laughs> did you see yourself in that movie? I did. I'm Paul Giamatti. Uh, <laughs> I'm the old curmudgeon. Um, I don't know. I, I'm. I think these. I wish there were more of these. They and they. We got more of them in the '70s, '80s, and '90s, and they've kind of fallen. Or remember, my bodyguard. 
my bodyguard or just the body? just, no the body no wasn't it my bodyguard where no. the kid gets the bullet the big bully becomes his friend oh i haven't seen that one. yeah that, that was very yeah. it reminded me of this one too yeah like stand by me remember stand by yeah, me yeah stand by me was great gosh i mean it's just those movies where it's just about a sliver of life and um how one one christmas can change things you know or yeah. one one uh this movie oh that's bodyguard yeah this one my bodyguard you Matt, saw Matt Dillon's in yeah. there? Oh, wow. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Adam Baldwin? Joan Cusack. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. 1980? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tony Bill? Cool. Uh, yeah, all right. I mean, so, I mean, you guys have any other thoughts on this? I mean, surely Paul Giamatti is kind of worth the admission, I think, for yeah, this, for like sure. you said. Yeah, he's, he's good. He um, does well with these kind of roles as well. Like, I mean, he was in a film years ago. I don't know if I saw it. Was it called? Is it called Big Fat Liar? With Frankie Muniz and, like, Hilary Duff yes. at one point, I think. Or, I don't know, maybe she wasn't in it. No, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes, Frankie Muniz, and Paul Giamatti. And it was so good because he's, like, he's just really quick. Like, he's just really quick and witty and he's quite smart. And, like, he does well with this kind of genre. So I think it'll, I think he'll be really good in this. He was also in Billionaires. Was that what it was called? Bill- yep. Oh, Billions? He was in Billionaires. Uh, billions. 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 Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Was, in he was fucking amazing in that, man. Yeah, he was really yeah. good in that. Uh, so yeah I love him I think he's great and I think he holds his own so I think he's enough of a name to be cast in this type of film to to draw an audience for sure I hope more families go see this I hope I hope families go and see this film I I agree I do I agree I I, I really wanted to bring when I saw this trailer I was like not only does the trailer feel like art right to the fact that they made it in that sort of 1970s, 80s vibe, right, with the VO guy and just the title sequences and, to your point, Peg, and, like, the, even the way the film is, seems like it's colored and yeah. the way it was even edited, too, it sort of had that cadence of totally. old trailers um, versus, like, the the stylist, stylized trailers that we have today, which are great, too, um, and I'm not discounting that, but it was kind of fun to th- a throwback. But I also feel like it's a throwback film, which kind of lends itself to be work really well with what they were doing with that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did post a trailer in uh, Couch Soup, our community, our Couch Soup circle. Um, Arda Lily Kay said, Holdovers trailer definitely makes me interested in it. Uh, uh, Ian said, Holdovers trailers even had In a World voiceover. Absolute throwback. I'm sure it'll be good because Paul Giamatti rarely misses. Uh, Don't talk to me about Rhino and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Good call. Uh, that was, <laughs> but it was like just a cameo, whoa, buddy. Just whoa, a cameo. Just um, uh, another fond family indie. I wonder how it'll be different f- to a man named Otto in St. Vincent. Oh, that's interesting. Good call. Um, Tyson said, uh, beautiful, or he was talking about Continental, but he said, uh, beautiful fight choreography he was in. Uh, yeah. And so, and oh, and Nicholas said, uh, Holdover trailer reminds me of Dead Poet Society a little bit. I love that the trailer was done in 1970 style. Wouldn't mind if the whole film was stylized like, like that. So uh, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of feeling that vibe. Good. Kind of, kind of into it. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You sticking to the floor still? Fucking Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could tell. Um, what anyway. are you guys doing in there that you're sticking to the floor? <laughs> eating in the studio and not cleaning your shit up. Uh, we need a... What are a, you eating? There was a fluffer and, you know... Uh-huh. <laughs> Drew bought a bag of uh, candy. Uh-huh. Why did I bring a chocolate candies? We do have a candy client. That man. Yeah. Been. Um, anyway, so we have a few minutes, guys. I think we finished. Sl- uh, like, we're actually on wow, time today. we're actually Look on time finally. today. Boom. Wow. All right, let's do recos. What do you reckon? I got my record lined up. So Go I already it. record Lioness, right? Yes. Yeah. No, oh, I really want to watch that. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. But it was, uh, we had that uh, fake hurricane here the, through the, on the weekend. Fake her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing happened. It rained a little bit. Uh, but uh, we were all sitting down thinking, oh, we're going to be hunkered in. Let's do movie day. And the girls wanted to watch a thriller. And I pulled up a thriller from 2014 that was actually pretty good. It's called Before I Go to Sleep. Really? With Nicole Kidman. I think was, I've seen that. It um, was pretty good. I was surprised. It kept my attention mm-hmm. for the whole movie. So if you like thrillers and mysteries and whodunit, uh, it's worth the hour and a half. I enjoyed it. It only gets three out of five stars on IMDb, but I was, it was a rock-solid movie. Really? Who else is in it? Uh, Colin Firth and um, Mark Strong. Ball? Mark Strong? Yeah, you know, actually, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, that was good. Before I go to Every sleep. Every day she wakes up, she doesn't know who she is. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I love cool. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I like the stuff that like the story unravels. I'm like, ooh. 
Yeah, and it this one unravels. So give it a try. And if you don't like it, it was Drew's idea. <laughs> did you have other records? Where, where, where did you find them up? Where did you see? No, I just did one because I need something for next week. Maybe I just watched it on uh, Netflix. I think. Okay, it it's on Netflix. Netflix. That's yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure. I love Netflix. when the the old. It's like, on Tubi, so you can watch. Oh no, I, on Prime. I'm in Amazon Prime. I watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, cool. Yeah, but it's also on Tubi. Prime's got a lot of go- oldies but goodies um, <laughs> on Prime, and I'll have to check that out. My 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 wife loves those kind of things. She like this. Yeah. Yeah. The girls loved it. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, that's mine. What else you got? Megan, what are you thinking? Um, I don't really have one. I've kind of still been on that stupid Vampire Diaries binge cringe, and it, like, super cringe. Just, I would probably not even start. if you, you just Don't even start it, because now that I'm in it, I have to fucking finish it. <laughs> and it's a chore, because there's no polls I, I asked Skylar anyway. if she wanted to do it. She's like, nope, didn't. Yeah, it. it's just, it's it. such a chore, and let me tell you, it doesn't age well. <laughs> in 2023 shit does not age well um but it's okay and it's like tolerable so that i can get through the story but um i wanted to recommend uh, a movie that's an old movie as well and a nicole kidman movie that just sort of like helps get ready for the season right it's coming into mm. autumn pretty soon uh, you can I see i got my little say. spooky guy over here his name yeah. is mm-hmm. gary Ghost? um gary. yeah gary Busey. There he is. And uh, he uh, is here to help me, like, get into Viper Spook. So I actually think, like, autumn is probably my favorite fucking season. It's so for, cool. For sure. So the film that I wanted to recommend is Practical Magic. Have you seen it's that? It's a good one. Yeah, I love it. Such that a good one. It's with Sandra Bullock and Nicole yeah. Kidman. Okay. We watch it every Halloween. Her and it's Sandra Bullock. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's one of those films that, like, really gets you into autumn. One of the other kind of binge cringe um, TV series that also helps me, like, with autumn vibes is Gilmore Girls. Oh yeah, we we watch that. A day doesn't go by where that doesn't end up on a TV somewhere in our house. <laughs> yeah, like it's such a good show and it's such a good comfort show as well. And then like yeah. a lot of the time, Stars Hollow has like either like leaves up for autumn or it's like Christmassy vibes. So it just really helps mm-hmm. get into like the mood. Of the Zoe's season. going through the seasons for the fourth time, I think. She just goes starts. At oh, the Gilmore Girls goes all the way to the end. Yeah. and then just goes back to the beginning. Again. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a that, good comfort show just to keep on in the background. Yeah, right? that's a it, the dialogue on that show is very well done. But it's yeah, but there's something t- it, you have to it, be pretty skilled to be able to do that. Like it, I, it just agreed. gets annoying after a while. It's just everybody's you, doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but back then it was pretty yeah, innovative. Yeah, it was. I remember um, everything watching. was a quip. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Every yeah, she always had like a like the I forget the name of the. Lead. Do you want some coffee? Yeah. Laura, I don't have any. Or like Laura yeah, and Rory. L- yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I I think yeah. that they have such a good back and forth. It was so well cast. Like the two of them do it so well. Like this back and forth, mm-hmm. but they integrate enough like real life drama. Yeah. that it works so there's right. like a mother and daughter situation with laura light and her parents and there's a mother and daughter situation with rory and her mom and then there's like the lack of a father and then this like introduction of like a love story and then there's a love triangle and i think there's enough like of those kind of drama moments to intercept all of the like we're talking about i think everybody just left <laughs> no, no. Fuck off! Also, they can fucking leave. No, yeah. um, there's also an Instagram account that I followed who is making her way through the Gilmore Girls, like, but like, actually making. So it's like baking or cooking anything in the show. Oh, and she's like watching each episode and then whatever they're cooking or baking because they're usually doing something. Yeah, she's making it herself on her Instagram account. That's a fun one too. That's that fun. That's really funny. I have to find funny. out what that's called. She has to come up with like a little cookbook or something. Gilmore. Yeah, Girls it was cookbook. cool. Like it's just a if you watch the show kind of religiously, like it's on in the background or something like that. It's cool to follow those accounts because it's. D- didn't they uh, do like a, like a like it it got it stopped and then it came back again for like a few seasons or something? Yeah, that's right. Did, uh, the last like season. on Netflix or something. Yeah, the last season, like they did like a final season. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of in the way of like, remember Arrested Development did three seasons and then mm-hmm. they like skipped 10 years and then they came yeah. out for a fourth. Yeah. That was so bad. It wasn't bad. ever as good. Uh, no, it wasn't. A, it kind of misses that era. You know, it's yeah. like all the time. Uh, it's, it's a shame Much sometimes. Much sad. Much sad. Uh, no, it's a good reco, uh, Gilmore Girls. <coughs> and the, mm-hmm. and the, it's a, you have to share Practical that Instagram. Practical Magic account. and Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually send it in the comments of this video. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. What's yours? Um, mine is, um, I, 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 don't, I just stumbled upon this. and Star I, Wars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, 
watch Ahsoka, by the way. I'm going to plug something here in a minute on Ahsoka. But oh, no, uh, yeah. um, there's this uh, singer I, I stumbled upon, and it's weird. It, it kind of showed up on, I'm not sure where it showed up, actually. Oh, it was, in an, it was in a newsletter, like one of my email newsletters that I get that I read of people that are kind of like recommending things in pop culture. And they were talking about this, this kid, uh, Oliver Anthony, uh, in this song, Richmond, North of Richmond. Have you heard this? Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. And so it, it blew up. It's got like 30 million views on YouTube, and it's like number one on Spotify. He's like gone viral. And I don't know. And I guess I just want to keep spreading that love because it's a powerful song. Have you – And are, are you, you're not a fan or uh, – I'm getting a weird I, look from I, you. I, don't, I thought something different of that, So, but I, I saw it. Okay. Well, I'm just going to play a little bit. I'm going to shove yeah. it in my mic unless, Pagan, you can pull it up. No, I can screen. do it. I can, I can pull it up for you if you want. Yeah. I don't right, know cool. if we'll be able to hear it. No, yeah, sure. Um, so this is, the YouTube will be able to hear it. So this is Anth- uh, Oliver Anthony Richmond, uh, uh, sorry, Richmond North of Richmond. Do you want to start from the beginning? Yeah, sure. Is there a particular clip? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just play the first like 20 seconds, if not. All right, perfect. Because um, I don't get a copyright strike problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, play. We'll also link the original video that we're playing in the description as well. So three, two, one, I'll play. God damn. That's incredible. He actually has his own YouTube channel and it's Oliver Anthony Music if anybody's interested in that. That is incredible. Wow. I just played 30 seconds. That was class. Yeah. I think what I love about it, um, it kind of, it's, he's just, singing from the heart really and there's a little bit of like like a lot of people out there i think that are struggling and seeing a lot of rich people do really well right now and a lot of poor people kind of like figuring trying to like figure out how they fit in this world this new world and i think he's kind of just you know there's a lot of emotion in his singing which i really like it reminds me of like early bonavere days uh you know uh, when he was singing and you could just hear the kind mm. of like heartbreak in his voice you know in a way um and I don't know, and the countryness of it just, it, 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 it kind of hit me in a weird way. I was kind of like, damn, this is like a song of now, and like a lot of people are feeling this, and it's obviously resonating. 33 million views, I'm looking at the YouTube uh, video right now. That's incredible, in eight days, nine days. Um, but I don't like the way that the people are polar, like the conservatives are hanging it up, the liberals really are hanging it up. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm like, can you just listen to the song for what it is? Do you have to, but you have to make, well, that song's my side. That song's my side. It's like, fuck off. People are hurting. Yeah. Help people. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Do your fucking job. I think that's part of the, the, the allure of the song. I think a lot of people are going to see the people trying to politicize it or try to people take advantage of that song. And then lash back at them and be like oh that's listen you're not you're not my people right like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you're you're turning this song into something it's not please stop right and he even talks about politics and and stuff in the song and it's uh and then he also posted on facebook a little bit about his struggle and you know with with depression and like how he's been working and he had a big injury he was working as like a a, i forget like a blue collar worker and fell hurt his head couldn't oh, work God. for a while and then you know keep going back to music and now he's finally you know blown up and you know i guess it's just another story too of somebody who i hate saying follow your passion because that's like people who say follow your passions are usually rich people um you know because mm-hmm. a lot of people follow their passions and don't make it you, you still got to feed your family and feed yourself so do the thing that makes you money but don't give up on your passions, I guess, is sort of... So the, you're saying keep my OnlyFans account. Keep your OnlyFans account, yeah. Follow your passions, PJ. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, go listen to it. Uh, you know, take away whatever you want out of it. Um, and uh, But I, I found it very powerful um, just in the moment and probably something I'll go back to every now and then throughout the year. But Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, that's my record. I've just like, linked his YouTube channel in the live chat and also the video because the video is posted on a radio channel, not his own channel. So I've put, linked that in the comments as well. Um, the Instagram account that I was talking about is called Eating Gilmore, and her name is Larissa, and she's a blogger. She's a home chef cooking her way through Gilmore Girls uh, one episode at a time. And there's like recipes, and she's making like, cookies or pasta or, I don't know, eggplant-shaped cookies and stuff. You know, it's cool. Hmm. Eggplant-shaped cookies? Yeah, it was for a hen, a hen episode or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, Suki was making eggplant cookies. That's, Actually, like, to be fair, she was making like penis cookies, but she tried yeah. to keep it like PG, so she made yeah, 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 yeah. Cookies. I got you, I got you. All right, bring it home, Mr. Lewis. All right, I'll bring it home. Um, thanks everybody for watching today's trailer track. We'll be no, actually, we won't be back next week. I am traveling home uh, to see some family. You're but, not working next uh, week. Nope. Uh, Did you ask for it off? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's how it works here. And uh, but He's but we'll be do back you the that following favor week. later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's well, why I make them cry. <laughs> no, no. God, why did only we... on OnlyFans. Kept how did we fun. get here? How did we get here? Um, Sorry. But you can follow. You can uh, like us, follow us on YouTube, obviously. But if you're into podcasts, this is also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Trailer Talk or Couch Soup, and all of our lovely shows show up. Um, and then you can also be a member on CouchSoup.com if you want to support us and the things we make and the people that make it. Um, please go to CouchSoup.com. Uh, being a member is free, uh, and if you want to just be a part of the community, or if you want to give a little, that also helps too, and that's amazing. You get some great perks uh, along with that. Um, and cool, there's cool merch available too if you're into that. We have uh, lots of shows coming out this week. Uh, Pagan, you want to talk about uh, crack? Yeah. Should we go live with Cracked tomorrow with some more Resident Evil 4? Yes. Uh, it is getting interesting. We've just encountered Ada and we've done some cool puzzles and shit. And it ended on a good note because we had no Ashley for a whole hour. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> so nice. now she's back and it's probably going to be a nightmare. But we're back with Cracked and then the episode from last week will be edited and uploaded for YouTube on Thursday. 2 p.m. Right. PST, the live chat premiere. Awesome. And then, uh, I don't know if you live in a hole, but uh, Ahsoka comes out tonight on uh, Disney Plus, and mm -hmm. we have a whole crew covering it, not only in an article form, so you'll get recaps in an article every week, but we have an, an exclusive podcast called Ahsoka Chronicles uh, that will come out, uh, I think, a day or two after the episode airs uh, on YouTube, as well as a podcast, and on CouchShip.com early for members. So definitely chime into that. if you're. These guys are... They know it all. Guys, I don't even need to tell you, like, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, and these guys uh, know way, way more than me. Uh, so if you're interested in, like, figuring out all the Easter eggs, trying to figure out how it all connects to everything else, this is the podcast to listen to. So Ahsoka Chronicles as a podcast. It'll also be on CouchSoup YouTube channel and CouchSoup.com. I love it. So check that out. And then Scream Smash every week, our weekly gaming podcast. Uh, where they talk about all the cool news and, and they interview any developers. Airs on Twitch on Mondays and then on YouTube on Fridays. So uh, that's it, guys, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on Trailer Talk. Say, bye, -bye. Say goodbye, PJ. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.